After losing 30 pounds six years ago, I know a thing or two about successful weight loss and most importantly, keeping it off. Although dieting can be difficult, having a few tricks up your sleeve can be beneficial if weight loss is a struggle for you. In this episode, I'm going to share five ways to lose weight without diet or exercise, either based on my personal journey or backed by science. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, author, and mind-body coach. And several years ago, I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits, you'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight. The secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. After losing 30 pounds six years ago, I know a thing or two about successful weight loss and most importantly, keeping it off. Although dieting can be difficult, having a few tricks up your sleeve can be beneficial if weight loss is a struggle for you. In this episode, I'm going to share five ways to lose weight without diet or exercise, either based on my personal journey or backed by science. When I was losing weight, I wanted to make sure that I lost it in a way that was easier, sustainable, and not have the weight come back on. That's why I wanted to share some of my best tips with you on how to lose weight without dieting so that it doesn't feel like torture. Number one, try the Mediterranean diet. This is the diet that I followed to lose weight and increase my energy. It was a lot easier than I thought to follow. It wasn't restrictive. It was tasty. And best of all, it was easy to follow. The Mediterranean diet is often mentioned by scientists as being the most protective against cardiovascular disease, healthier brains, and being helpful for weight loss. The Mediterranean diet is packed with different types of foods and nutrients that are proven to be beneficial for weight loss, including fiber, which you can get from fresh vegetables, beans and lentils, and healthy fats like olive oil and omega-3 fats that we find in fish. Speaking of fish, one of the top weight loss foods that you should be adding to your diet each week is salmon. Salmon is one of the best foods for both your brain and your waistline. It's a great source of protein and is also rich in omega-3 fats, which some studies show may actually boost your metabolism, reduce inflammation, and help you to burn fat. If you're looking for some recipe inspiration, I have a tasty Mediterranean salmon bake on my website that is easy to prepare with little fuss and big flavor. So you'll definitely want to add that to your weekly recipe lineup. Even if you're not trying to lose weight, it's an easy weeknight dinner that's sure to be one of your favorites. Salmon is a great source of both protein and omega-3 fats that will help to dial down the pro-inflammatory response from processed foods in the standard American diet that may be causing you to be overweight. The evidence in support of eating fats is overwhelming. The largest randomized controlled study comparing a high-fat diet to a low-fat diet, the PREDIMED study, showed that a higher-fat diet reduces heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. We need fats for healthy cell membranes to make hormones and to regulate inflammation and metabolism. 
Deficiencies in omega-3s have been linked to a higher prevalence of Alzheimer's disease, dementia, ADD, and depression. So yeah, healthy fats are kind of important. Now let's go back to the Mediterranean diet for a second and talk about what's included in the Mediterranean diet. So the Mediterranean diet emphasizes eating primarily plant-based foods, such as fruits and vegetables, legumes and nuts. So that's like, you know, beans, lentils, uh, chickpeas, that sort of thing. And all those foods are high in fiber. It also focuses on healthy fats, such as olive oil, that will help to alleviate sugar cravings, as well as accelerating weight loss, using fresh herbs and spices to flavor foods, eating fish at least twice a week that we just talked about, drinking red wine in moderation, one of my personal faves, and lifestyle also plays a really important role here as well. So managing stress, exercise, and spending time with family. The best part about the Mediterranean diet is that it's not even really like a diet in the way that we usually think of diets. It's more like a lifelong way of eating and living. Eating this way helps you to achieve healthier habits because you're flooding your body with the nutrients that it needs to flush out the fat in addition to making the weight loss sustainable. According to a team of researchers, the Mediterranean diet is the best type of diet for melting away the most dangerous form of belly fat or liver fat. This was according to a team of researchers led by Professor Iris Shai from Ben-Gurion University. In the study called the Central Trial, the researchers had 278 obese participants either follow the Mediterranean diet or a low-carb diet with similar calorie intake for 18 months. They also measured their body fat distribution using a full body MRI scan before and after the 18 month trial. Now, the Mediterranean diet group was instructed to eat small amounts of red meat, moderate amounts of chicken and fish and fresh vegetables, legumes and nuts. The low carb group, on the other hand, was only instructed to limit total fat intake to 30 percent of daily calories with no more than 10 percent saturated fat and less than 300 milligrams per day of cholesterol. The results revealed that while the Mediterranean and low-carb diets were both equally effective at overall weight loss, the Mediterranean diet was much more effective at reducing fat around the liver, heart, and pancreas. We're talking vital organs here, people. The researchers also found that additional exercise was great for melting away abdominal fat, which is linked to metabolic syndrome that causes high blood pressure and cholesterol, as well as heart attack and stroke. So to get into specifics, the participants who followed the Mediterranean diet saw an average fat decrease of 11% around the heart and visceral fat was also reduced by 25%. Now, visceral fat is the type of body fat that's stored within the abdominal cavity. It's located near several vital organs, including the liver, stomach, and intestines. Not that you need more reasons to try the Mediterranean diet, but I got another one for you. In January 2019, when the U.S. News evaluated 41 of the most popular diets, they identified the Mediterranean diet as being the number one best overall diet. But guess what? When they did another evaluation in 2020, the Mediterranean diet was identified again as being the number one best overall diet. So you can learn more about how the Mediterranean diet can help you lose weight and keep it off in my upcoming program, Mind Your Body. So stay tuned for that. The second way to lose weight without diet or exercise is to develop healthy habits. Look, 
Not too long ago, I was right where you may be as you're listening to this. I was overweight. I was overwhelmed. I was working well over 40 hours a week and I was frustrated. I was also feeling so out of control with my diet and I just wasn't sure how I was going to dig myself out. Since I was so busy with work, volunteering, and single-handedly planning my own wedding, I was also eating out a lot and I was eating a lot of packaged food. I had zero time to throw together a meal, let alone a healthy one. As I pictured myself in my wedding gown walking down the aisle, I didn't like what I saw. In the past, I had always lost a couple of pounds here and there for a special occasion. Ladies, I'm sure you can relate with that. This time, I decided that I was no longer going to cut corners. I knew that I owed it to myself to lose the weight in a healthy way and to finally keep it off. And I later discovered that the key was creating healthier habits. Creating healthier habits allowed me to lose 30 pounds, which I've kept off for six years. Learning about habits and implementing them into my life changed the game for me, and it made it easier to not only lose the weight, but to keep it off. Developing healthy habits is the best way to eat healthy more consistently and to make any changes stick. That's why I wrote a book all about the seven habits that helped me to lose 30 pounds, and it may help you to lose weight as well. I'll drop a link in the show notes if you want to grab that on Amazon. Now, here's the great thing about habits. Habits can help to eliminate the need for exercising self-control and relying on willpower. And isn't that one of the worst parts about losing weight, having to rely on willpower? This can be key to helping you lose the weight and to keep it off. So just so that we're all on the same page, let's talk about what habits are. Habits are practices that you engage in on a regular basis. Habits help us to coast on autopilot throughout the day, eliminating the need to think about each and every little step. Things like, you know, putting the coffee machine on when you wake up in the morning, putting your car in reverse to back out of the driveway, and more other complex routines. Bad habits, though, on the other hand, can have a death grip on your mind, your behavior, and ultimately your health. When you build your health and weight loss goals around habits, your healthy lifestyle seems to flow and just be on autopilot. And you definitely don't have to struggle your way through or rely on willpower to eat and live healthy more consistently. Now, have you ever heard the saying, nerves that fire together, wire together? Well, this theory was the discovery of Donald Hebb. He's a Canadian psychologist. Shout out to my Canadians. But he shared this in his book in 1949 called The Organization of Behavior. And I know you're thinking, okay, that book sounds like it was a long time ago. But let me tell you, Mr. Hebb had some valuable advice for us in the creation of habits. Donald Hebb saw success early in his education career and was known for his innovative approach to helping troubled students to change by making subtle shifts in their habits and behaviors. Now, after a tragic accident where he lost his wife, he changed the course of his life, dedicating himself to the study of human behavior and how to change it. He studied at the best universities, including Harvard and the Montreal Neurological Institute, becoming one of the most sought after researchers in the field of behavioral change. He even worked for the CIA. Well, Hebb discovered that the best way to change your habits is about consistency. That's right. The more that you do something, the easier it is for you to do. That goes for both good habits and the ones that are so hard to break because your brain has been hardwired to perform that way. So basically, you are the culmination of your habits. 
the habits you have, whether good or bad, cause you to perform certain actions or inactions and to feel the way that you feel. Your habits also determine who you will become in the coming days, weeks, months, and years from now. Now, let me tell you something. If you aren't 100% satisfied with where you are in your life and your health, and if your body doesn't look the way you want it to look, the reason is because of your habits. Again, you are the culmination of your habits. Do you wish you could uncover the sabotaging patterns that are preventing you from reaching and maintaining your desired weight? Take my free quiz to discover your diet personality so that you can pinpoint habit-forming strategies that will help you to achieve lasting weight loss. You can take the quiz over at trudyestone.com. Okay, so you're probably thinking, well, how do I change my habits? Well, first you need to understand how habits work. The habit forming process is called the habit loop. And this loop consists of three things. Number one, the trigger. So the trigger is the thing that triggers the habit and tells your brain it's time to go into automatic mode and which habit to use. Then there's the routine, which is exactly what it sounds like. The routine is the behavior itself or the action you take. Then there's a reward, the benefit that you gain from the behavior and the thing that makes you want to repeat the habit. You could also think of this as your why, the thing that motivates you to do the behavior. Now, most people obsess over breaking bad habits when the focus should be on replacing bad habits. So to change a habit, you must keep the same old trigger, also called the cue, and deliver the old reward, but insert a new routine. If you use the same trigger and provide the same reward, you can shift the routine and change the habit. Almost any behavior can be transformed if the trigger and the reward stay the same. So let's give an example here. If you wanted to create a new healthier habit, let's say, for example, eating less sugar. Since this is something that was a barrier to my weight loss, I'm sure that you can relate to this too. It's easier if there's something familiar at the beginning and end. So let's say, for example, you're sitting at your desk in the afternoon. Maybe you're feeling a little bit tired, a little bit sluggish. So feeling tired in this case would be your trigger. So then you get up from your desk, you go downstairs and you grab a muffin or a cookie. This is your routine. When you get back to your desk, you feel more focused and are able to continue working without your head hitting the keyboard. That would be your reward. The trick here would be inserting a new routine. This is where protein and healthy fats come in. So foods that are higher in protein, fiber and healthy fats, they regulate your blood sugar. They also help to alleviate your sugar cravings and also to reduce your hunger. Now, the third way to lose weight without diet or exercise is to detoxify your body. And nope, I am not talking about detox teas and lollipops. Don't even get your girl started on that one. I'm talking about the foods that will help to detoxify your body naturally each and every day. So your body uses fat cells to store excess toxins. The excess weight that your body won't let go of may be because it's being a haven for accumulated toxins. So flushing your body and those toxins with high fiber foods and lots of greens, in addition to drinking warm water with lemon or apple cider vinegar in the morning, can help to detoxify your body naturally so that you don't need to resort to drastic measures to detox. 
Now, here's something else to consider, because detoxing may even include detoxing from friends or people in your life that are making you feel less than and that are stressing you out. The more positive reinforcement and support you surround yourself with, the easier it will be to make difficult changes and change your habits. Now, if you have these people in your life, then you're probably thinking, well, what do I do? You can start by decreasing your proximity to them. You know, and I love this concept that I learned from my business coaches. And they said, you know, start by decreasing your proximity so that you can increase your proximity to those who match your future. So surround yourself with people who match your future, not your history. The people in your life, whether you want to admit it or not, can play a large role in your bad habits and behaviors. A study in the New England Journal of Medicine found that if a friend of yours gains weight, then your risk of gaining weight increases by 57%. It's important to surround yourself with people who either have the habits you want or who also have a desire to improve their habits. All right, so the fourth way to lose weight without dieting or exercise is to manage your stress, y'all. Stress plays a big part in your overall health and most importantly, your ability to lose weight, avoid disease, and live a healthier lifestyle. Look, when stress is present in your body, your brain triggers your adrenal glands to release the stress hormones, adrenaline, and cortisol. Cortisol is the primary stress hormone that suppresses your digestive and immune systems and places your body in fight or flight mode. This results in weight gain and making it very difficult to lose weight. Now, have you ever been stressed out and immediately wanted to reach for that comfort food? Well, that's your body under stress. And some studies show that 75% of overeating is caused by emotions, 75%. So what can you do? First, you can learn how to build a stress management habit. Now, this can include meditation as soon as you wake up or before you go to sleep. This is what I do. I meditate every single night before I go to sleep. It just helps to just cleanse my mind from all the thoughts of the day. You can also try going on walks as well as making sure that your body is loaded with nutrients that get depleted when you're stressed out, like B vitamins, vitamin C and magnesium. So let's talk about vitamin C real quick and some of the vitamins that get depleted when you're stressed out. So vitamin C is crucial for immune support. So this nutrient is extremely important when it comes to stress. The adrenal glands need a lot of vitamin C. So when you're stressed, it gets easily and quickly depleted. We need to rely on our diets to keep our vitamin C stores regularly topped up, especially in times of stress. So you can find vitamin C in strawberries, watercress, red bell peppers, citrus fruits, broccoli, cabbage, and kiwi. Then there's vitamin B6. So vitamin B6 is an important cofactor in several biochemical pathways of the adrenal stress response. The hypothalamic pituitary adrenal, also just simply called the HPA axis, well, its role is to modulate adrenal activity and the stress response. So vitamin B6 is crucial for the proper functioning of the HPA axis to help maintain balance and harmony. So vitamin B6 helps to relieve stress. However, stress depletes it. So it's crucial to ensure you're getting enough. So you can find it again in watercress, broccoli, asparagus, cauliflower, cabbage, peppers, sweet potatoes, nuts, and seeds. Then there's magnesium. So magnesium is also known as nature's tranquilizer. 
and it helps to support the body's stress response by reducing the hyperactivity of the HPA axis, meaning that it helps to take us out of the biochemical stress response. Often, even long after periods of stress, many people's bodies are still trapped in the hyper-stressed state. Magnesium can be a perfect treatment for this. Magnesium is responsible for over 300 biochemical pathways in the body, and it gets rapidly depleted during times of stress. So it's no wonder that people feel immediately better with magnesium supplementation. You can also find it in uh, dark leafy green vegetables, whole grains, legumes, almonds, cashews, nuts, Brazil nuts, that sort of thing. So when you're stressed out, Being stressed out wears out your neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine. Those are the feel-good hormones. Now, serotonin is responsible for making you feel calm and also aids the body in coping with depression, stress, anxiety, and immune system support. Women who have low levels of serotonin are more prone to anxiety, depression, and binge eating. So bottom line here, folks, being stressed will make it a lot harder for you to lose weight. The fifth way to lose weight without diet or exercise is to heal your digestion. Now, it's possible that in spite of your healthy eating efforts, that you still may be nutrient deprived because of poor digestion. Digestive issues can also lead to inflammation, which puts your body into fat storage mode. So be on the lookout for poor digestive symptoms like constipation, bloating, gas, acid reflux, or nausea. These symptoms, if they occur frequently, could be a signal that your digestive system isn't functioning at its best. So poor digestion means that your body may not be able to effectively extract the nutrients from the foods that you're eating, which can interfere with weight loss. Now, if you're experiencing digestive upset frequently, first of all, you should consult your doctor to rule out any serious underlying causes of concern, such as thyroid dysfunction, ulcers, infection, and um, like inflammatory bowel disease, like Crohn's, things like that, or even cancer. Now, once you've been cleared of anything serious, then there are things you can do to optimize digestion and reduce your symptoms. So let's talk about the most important system in regulating digestion. That's the nervous system. The autonomic nervous system contains two main branches, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is our fight or flight setting. It's the one that evolved from our need to run away from saber-toothed tigers hundreds of years ago. As you can imagine, this system sends blood flow to your extremities, but shuts off digestion. These days, our sympathetic nervous system is also what dominates when we're busy or stressed, which is why digestion so often takes a back seat. The parasympathetic nervous system, on the other hand, is our rest and digest system. It's the mode that you want to be in before, during, and after eating to allow for optimal digestion. With today's on-the-go lifestyle, we're always busy, our sympathetic nervous system tends to run things. Many of us are eating on the go or at our desk when trying to hit a deadline, so we're not even giving our parasympathetic system a chance to work its magic. So what can you do to enhance digestion? All right, so I got a few options here for you. You can try apple cider vinegar. So for acid reflux, bloating, or constipation, you can try taking one tablespoon of organic apple cider vinegar in a small amount of water 15 minutes before each meal. 
This gives your body a heads up that it's time to eat and your stomach will start producing all of those enzymes and juices that you need to break down your food. I'm going to warn you, it's not that tasty, but it's, it is totally worth it. Another thing you can try is chewing your food at least 20 times for each bite. Now, look, I am the slowest eater amongst all of my friends and family. And in fact, it is a running joke. And I have to say, I think it's paid off when it comes to managing my weight. Mechanical breakdown is the first step in digestion, and it's an important one. Aside from physically starting the breakdown process, saliva contains amylase, an enzyme that breaks down starch even before the food hits your stomach. Studies have also shown that people who chew their food more, they end up eating less. Another thing you can try is adding probiotics to your diet. Probiotics are good bacteria that promote gut health and keep harmful bacteria in check. There's more and more studies that are starting to show the balance or imbalance of bacteria in your digestive system is linked to overall health and disease. Probiotics promote a healthy balance of gut bacteria and have been linked to a wide range of health benefits. These include benefits for digestive health, immune function, weight loss, and more. I'm going to talk more about the benefits of gut health for weight loss in a future episode, so stay tuned for that. There's also a couple of different ways you can add more probiotics to your diet. Now, you could get it from a supplement by taking a probiotic daily, or you can add more probiotic food sources to help with digestion. Some great food sources include fermented and cultured foods like kimchi, miso, kefir, and sauerkraut. Cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, bok choy, cabbage, and high-fiber fruit like berries. You can also add in leafy greens and legumes. So again, legumes are lentils, beans, and chickpeas. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to trudyestone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.